by his passion and cross be brought to the glory of his resurrection through the same Christ our Lord. Amen. Thanks for listening to KATH 910 AM Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth on the Guadalupe Radio Network in North Texas. Catholic Radio for your soul. Heard also at grnonline.com and on your smartphone. Live from the KATH 910 AM studios in Las Colinas and broadcasting across North Texas on the Guadalupe Radio Network. This is the Good News Show. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Good News Show here on KTH 910 AM. I'm Dave Palmer along with Cecil Anderson and William Kirkendall. Diane is not in today, but uh, she'll be back in the office tomorrow. But good to have you with us. Finally, some rain has arrived. And boy, it is pouring out there. I don't think we've had any rain, really significant rain in the last, uh, what, month or two, would you say? It's, yeah, it's been a while. It's been a- it's been some time for sure. It's it's funny how how quickly I can like whine about the rain. I was getting <laughs> gas this morning and running into the QT, and it's like, gosh, this rain is annoying me so much, you know. Yeah, but, we're very uh, we're we're people that like to complain a lot. Yeah, speak for yourself, Sissel. I'm just saying, <laughs> I was speaking for myself, but I was also including everyone else. <laughs> I, 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 that, no, I know you're right. We, we like it's too hot. We get hot, and then it gets too cold, and we're like, oh, we've been I wanting know. cold weather, but now it's too cold, and I wish it would hot again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're never the, satisfied. The, the weekend, it was pretty good though, and the, the, the weather's. Uh, this is good. Good time of uh, year in, in North Texas for weather. All right. Well, this is a good news show. We talk about a lot of things, the things that are going on. And as I was preparing for the show today, it's like uh, these first ten or fifteen minutes, we try to pack a lot in, uh, try to get you up to date on the things that are happening, Catholic events. You know, William does a lot of digging, and uh, you know the, the kind of things that you might be interested in here in the next couple of weeks. So we'll talk about that. But let us first uh, let me tell you what else is on the show at about quarter. After I'm going to be joined on phone with Alicia Salcedo. She is director of marriage ministries for the Diocese of Dallas, and we're going to primarily talk about a mass that they're having on Saturday, November 5th, at 5 p.m. at the Cathedral Shrine of the Virgin of Guadalupe, which is a newlywed mass. And so I don't know what qualifies as newlywed. Probably 19 years, not not newlywed for my I wife. I thought you were going to say it was, and I was like, hey, no, I don't you know, so. go for it. <laughs> You should always be in the newlywed. Yeah, that's right. That's I have to ask her. I mean, is I I bet you there's no like limit, uh, but I'm okay. My guess will be under five years. Probably It's kind of what they're targeting, wouldn't you say? I'd say they probably are, and especially with COVID, maybe previously they might have been like one or two years, but I feel like a lot of people wouldn't have been able to participate in anything like this for so. All right, I got my I got my first question. It's it's all ready to go. Uh, and then this is the fourth Monday of the month, and that means that uh, Dr. Jonathan Sanford, the president of the University of Dallas, will have his UD segment, and he's going to be in studio with Shannon Valenzuela, who works at the university, and she's the one that heads up the Quest uh, mini-series uh, that they've been promoting pretty heavily uh, here on the radio. It's a documentary-style mini-series produced by the University of Dallas that draws on stories from scripture, history, literature, uh, to explore the Christian life as a narrative of joyful courage in troubled times. And so they'll tell you more about the quest and the plans for that going forward. So, all right. Otherwise, we are about a little over two weeks away from Dr. Ray Grandy coming to North Texas with his producer, Dick Russ. And we have four tapings, and Cecil has all the details, including one of the tapings that now 
is filled up. We can no longer take any reservations for one of them, right, Cecil? Yes, that is true. Uh, as of this morning, officially, the Thursday 7.15 p.m. showing is completely full. So that is no longer an option on the table. We still do have three other showings, uh, although the Wednesday 7.15 p.m. showing is getting closer to full. It's about 77% full. Uh, so the three remaining tapings are on Wednesday, November 9th at 5 p.m. We still have a little under halfway um, filled up that was probably a weird way of saying that but then also, <laughs> sorry i was like a little we uh we're almost halfway filled with that You're one doing great thank you thank you i was uh, you know prepared all morning for this <laughs> and then uh the wednesday 7 15 p.m again on november 9th we have about 77 percent filled so there's still just a handful of uh, tickets left in that one and seats left and then thursday november 10th uh, at 5 p.m oh, just about halfway filled as well so if you want to join one of those three remaining tapings uh go ahead and email us kath at grnonline.com kath at grnonline.com and I don't know if we've ever stressed this day but this is a free event I know it is free it there is, will, there there's be, no cost I, I guess the only possible thing is Dr. Ray may be selling some of his books and, and that's, that's, you that's, can control that yourself it's very optional <laughs> he may be putting pressure on you to buy his book yeah, though you know. I mean you know how Dr. Ray is <laughs> but uh, yeah and it's a family friendly event too I think we should say a few people have asked us about that obviously yeah. if you have a child that's a toddler that you know may not sit still for an hour and you know might want to scream it is tv so they will need to have good audio but uh they there's are people bringing some of their kits mm-hmm. teens and preteens yeah. and yeah and just to reiterate this is the tv show living right with dr ray it's going to be done right across the street here at our, our last cleanest studio at glenn beck's i think it's called crm crm, CRM studios, studios. Yep. and so it's a great experience we'll even feed you we've got people who have already given us donations to buy food and probably have pizza or something for you and then some drinks as well so again uh thursday uh, wednesday the 9th of november and thursday the 10th we have three of the four shows that's the tapings that still have uh the studio audience seats remaining and that's uh wednesday Wednesdays 5 and 7.15 and then Thursdays 5 o'clock. The, the, the late show on Thursday is all booked up. All right, so let's move on to and kath at grnonline.com is where you email if you want to get some tickets. All right, live remotes. You had a good one over the weekend, didn't you? I did. I was super excited to go out to St. Martin de Porres and Prosper for the first time ever. Uh, first time I think we've ever broadcasted out there and also the first time that I've ever been there, period, uh, on their beautiful campus out there. It was a beautiful fall day with uh, lots of gusts of winds that brought this rain in today. <laughs> yeah. uh, but they took really good care of us. I was really excited to pull out our brand new tent, <laughs> but that was not a good idea yesterday. We still have not used our we tent. We still have not, not outside of the lobby of our office, no. Uh, but it's okay. We're going to get there. Um, it's yeah. a and so they found, we found a perfect little like kind of nook in the side of the church yeah. that would uh, help protect us from the wind. But we had some great lineup of guests. I really want to thank uh, the Malezavas, both Sherry and Steve. They both helped out in different ways. Uh, Steve was actually my co-host. He is a big radio fan. He's always loved it. And so he got to co-host and was really fun. And then uh, Sherry also helped set up the list of guests. And I'm thinking we- of all the people you've teamed up with as hosts. Uh, you've had Steve Gleason. Yes. You've had um, uh, me, of course. Yes. Uh, Steve Malezova, Pat Caton, Pat Caton, Rowena. Uh, not this year, but I have done. Yeah. With Ro- oh, actually, I had. I did the Highlands one with Rowena. So yeah. Yeah, boy. Yeah. Wow, you have a, a lot. I'm of, just trying to find everybody in, right? I'm just trying to find a better co-host than you did. <laughs> That's all it is. That wouldn't be too hard. <laughs> all right. So this Friday, we think we're going to be doing a live broadcast from St. Phillips, right? I be- we believe so. Waiting final confirmation, but they have their Fall Fest this weekend as well. 
All right. Uh, so then in the, the fall festival season is kind of coming to an end, but it's been great. We've been to a lot of parishes, and so uh, we hope to even do more of them next year. So, And also, if there's a spring festival coming up uh, at your parish, we'd love to come out for Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Or and, any other event, yeah. And we want to bring our big tent because it's really cool and we haven't <laughs> had a chance you, to use like, it yet. We only take it on days that it's not going to be windy so that we can yeah. <laughs> set up our... Yeah. No, it was, it's great. But I, I, went, I went kite flying this, this last weekend a couple of times. See, if I had so. put up the tent, I also would have gone kite flying. Yeah, boy, I tell you, <laughs> kite flying is so much fun. All right, uh, one other thing, uh, interestingly, is we have some parish talks coming up, and they all seem to be happening on the same weekend, uh, the, the weekend of November 12th and 13th. We're going to be at, at like four or five parishes, including Our Lady the Assumption in Fort Worth, uh, Southern Methodist University, St. Anne's in Kaufman, uh, St. Anthony in Dallas. I think there's one more that escapes me, but if you would like, dear listener, to visit parishes and either you know work our table, hand out bumper stickers, and sometimes even go up and give a little talk uh, after Mass, um, I am looking for some parish talk speakers. Uh, that uh, you know, if you have a little time on the weekend to maybe one or two masses on a Saturday or a Sunday, uh, e- go ahead and email that same email address, kath at grnonline.com, and let me know if you'd like to, if you're available, particularly that weekend of November 12th and 13th. I've got my cup is overflowing. I got so many parishes and not enough speakers uh, for that. All right. So that's that. Ambassador program, you want to talk about that a little bit? Or yeah, go? absolutely. I'll just kind of <laughs> talk a little bit about this program. So it's something, it's kind of new and old. I'll say that um, <laughs> it's new for me it's old for the kth so back when we first started i believe dave you can correct me if i'm wrong we had this program called the radio ambassador program where yes. we had different representatives for different parts of the, both dioceses and that would kind of cover a few different parishes and then we try to have parish reps at each parish and the idea being is that we could be connected with all the parishes we can always know what's going on and also that all the parishioners at all these parishes knew that catholic radio existed mm-hmm. and it was something that eventually it was it's a little bit of a work to obviously manage all of that so it wasn't something that we kept up after we got the radio station up and running but now we're in the situation where tons of people are moving back to uh, to this area and there's tons of people who don't know Catholic Radio exists and so we kind of want to revive this effort and it will be hosting a uh, hosting a meeting uh, kickoff meeting for this in a few weeks and if you're on our email list you'll get that email uh, inv- inviting you to it I believe it's November 12th in the morning, it's a Saturday morning. And if you're just interested in knowing a little bit more about this, what they would entail, if you possibly could be an ambassador or could be a parish representative, we would love to uh, welcome you to come to this meeting or just email us if you're not able to come to that meeting. You can email us again at that kth at grnonline.com. Kth at grnonline.com email address. Uh, if you just have a heart for Catholic Radio and you're like, why doesn't everybody know about this? We also want to, everyone mm-hmm. to know about it. So if you'd like to join us in this effort, we would love uh, for you to email us and find out more. All right. Uh, a couple more things we, before we get to our first guest, Alicia Salcedo, talking about the newlywed mass. I am hosting a, well, I'm, I'm the organizer, I guess I should say, of a, a life chain event. You know, life chain typically is the first Sunday of October, but then they have an alternate date. And being a procrastinator, I typically <laughs> take the later one, you know. And, but yes. this Sunday, October 30th in Bedford, uh, I have the signs and all you do really is show up, hold a sign and be a public witness to life uh, and, and pray. And it's going to be from 2 to 3.30. And I know it's it's always difficult, to, uh, you know, like, oh, gosh, you know, I just want to relax on Sunday. Maybe I don't think it conflicts with the Cowboy game, if you're concerned about that. <laughs> I think they play at a different time this Sunday. Uh, 
but uh, email me. I'll just I'll give you my personal email since this isn't specifically like a GRN thing. Dave Palmer at grnonline.com. Bring the family, and even if you want to come for 30 minutes or 15 minutes or the whole hour and a half, I am looking for people because as of this very moment, I think I'm the only one that's going to be there. <laughs> it's going to be me <laughs> on a corner with a sign. Uh, so I do need some help. Uh, Life Chain this Sunday, Bedford, uh, Harwood, and Central from 2 to 3.30 p.m., okay? Uh, Dave Palmer at grnonline.com. All right, William Crookendall is here. You got some events coming up indeed, in the next yes. week or two? Okay. Yeah, so on October 29th, which let's see that would be a saturday yeah this saturday so this weekend at 10 a.m the saint paula palaza uh festival paula Paula palooza yeah paula (laughs) palooza couldn't get that at first all right that's a multi-day event beginning at 10 a.m saint paul the apostle catholic church in um richardson uh school and fall festival uh fantastic food options games music costumes wonderful time for all ages so please join them for both days on that weekend then on the same day at 11 a.m holy trinity catholic school festival is having their festival again that's this saturday at 11 a.m and then the last event i have is trent horn a theologian author is giving a talk on november 9th and that would be a that's a, That's a Wednesday. Is it a Wednesday? Yeah. yeah. It's the same, same night as our tape. The ninth. Yes, exactly. So, yeah, yeah, we can announce it, but we don't want anybody we don't. to go. Okay? Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. That would be at a Good Shepherd in Colleyville, and the talk is a beginner's guide to sharing the faith. No, as soon as we fill all of our seats for our event, <laughs> then people can go see Trent Horn, because then we go. don't need anybody else, right? There you go. Okay. All right. So that, that's that's, uh, uh, that's what I got. Yeah. yeah a couple of things I, I want to mention in addition. Thank you, William, yeah, no for, for those. Uh, this Saturday, there is an Experitus Men's Fall Conference with Father Zach Burns. And I, I know you've met Father yes. Zach because he's been on in here mm-hmm. on a couple of occasions. He's a yep. really uh, amazing uh, priest, a, a young priest. He spoke at the Women's Conference mm-hmm. recently as well. He's from G- Good Shepherd Parish in Colleyville. We had him in the studio a couple of weeks ago, right? Yeah, we yeah. did. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Just yeah, a couple of weeks ago for this mm-hmm. program, he was here. And so uh, the, the Men's Conference is going to feature Father Zach Burns. It's 8 until 12. And so, you know, uh, I, I've been communicating with the, the the leadership team of the men's conference, and Bill Kula wrote back and said, you know, guys, he, he asked me to stress, this is just half a day. I know men like to watch college football on Saturdays. Most of the games don't start before noon. They it might, right. there, there might be an 11 o'clock start, but you're still going to watch most of your, your college football games. Yeah. And this is, you know, quite frankly, more important. <laughs> yeah. You know, to grow in your, in your uh, you become a better husband, a Amen. better father, a uh, more prayerful man, bond mm-hmm. with other uh, men as well. I'm going to be there, okay? So I'm speaking, uh, I, I've already bought my ticket. I'm going to be there. Uh, CatholicBrothersForChrist.com is where you can get your tickets. But guess what? They are allowing me to give away tickets. Tickets, uh, here on the program. <laughs> I will not be there, by the way. <laughs> no, sister will not. Uh, so if you would like to go and have a free ticket to this uh, Expertus Conference uh, this Saturday, All Saints Catholic Church in Dallas, 8 o'clock until, t- until 12 o'clock. What else are you going to do from 8 to 12? And uh, so go ahead and uh, just email me, Dave Palmer at grnonline.com. Tell me how many tickets you want. This is a great opportunity to bring your son. 
uh, if he's, you know, I, th- I think probably maybe 16 and over. Um, my, my, my only son is nine, and it, it wouldn't be probably a good fit for him. But, uh, you know, bring your dad. You know, dads, bring your son. Bring your next-door neighbor. Just uh, come uh, come to this event this uh, uh, Saturday. Uh, if you want uh, some free tickets, email me right away, Palmer at grnonline.com. If you don't get the free ones and you want to just buy them or you want to support the Catholic Brothers for Christ, just uh, go to catholicbrothersforchrist.com. And uh, you you'll, you can get your tickets there and get more information. Finally, this Friday, uh, Seminarian uh, 19th Annual Spes Gregus Dinner, benefiting Holy Trinity Seminary. I'm not sure if tickets are still available or not, but Ooh. you can go to holytrinityseminary.com, holytrinityseminary.com. I'm going to be at that as well. And so this is going to be a busy weekend for me. <laughs> yeah, Sissel? no kidding. No, no, I was just trying to remember if I had seen that they were finished selling those tickets or not. But it's all, it never hurts to ask. Yeah. I'm sure they would love support in any way. There's probably other ways you can get involved, too. And, you know, you talk about going to an event where, like, all the bishops uh, and, you know, the, and the, all the priests, well, you know, there may be a couple that aren't able to make it, all the seminarians, it's a, a really great event. And uh, they're going to have, uh, it's going to it's gonna be on, actually, at the Holy Trinity Seminary, so it's not going to be, like, at a hotel or anything. And uh, their speaker, Bishop Daniel Flores, is going to be the speaker for this event. This is this Friday, just four days from now. HolyTrinitySeminary.com. I love going to the website, too, and seeing a bunch of people that are big Catholic radio fans and friends, too, also in all these pictures from past years. Oh, the, yeah. Bill Sladek and Margie Gilli- and John Julio are on there, on right on the front page. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right. Uh, so it's a, yeah, very, a lot of crossover. <laughs> it is. Okay, so that is that. And uh, as you can tell from our my, my frantic uh, delivery, there's a whole <laughs> lot going on. Let's turn our attention now. Uh, to an event that is coming up Saturday, November 5th, 5 p.m., Cathedral Shrine of the Virgin of Guadalupe, uh, with uh, Most Reverend Bishop Edward Burns as the main celebrant, uh, with a reception to follow. It's a newlywed, ma- newlywed Mass, and I'm delighted to have on the line with me Alicia Salcedo, who serves as the Director of Marriage Ministry for the Diocese of Dallas. Uh, Alicia, uh, good to talk with you. Hello, Dave. Um Thank you for for having me. We're we're happy uh, to be here to be able to invite newlywed couples to attend this wonderful mass and re- and reception um, for them on November fifth. Yeah, this is such a good idea. Have y'all? Is this like an annual event? I know the pandemic kind of you know, put everything on hold, but have y'all done this before? or Is this a new thing? Yes. Um, the year that we did not have it was actual the 2020, but we did host it last year. And this is something that our own Bishop Burns um, brought to our diocese to celebrate the newlyweds um, in their first year of, uh, of marriage and also the couples who have validated their marriage in the church. Okay, so as, you say the as, first uh-huh. year is. Uh, I'm sorry to interrupt, Alicia. Is it just is somebody who's been married just in the last year? Is that kind of what qualifies? That's correct. That okay. Is correct. Okay. In, in the first year of anib- their first year anniversary. Okay, because my wife and I have been married for 19 years. I guess I don't qualify, huh? <laughs> Well, uh, we celebrate 50 years. <laughs> so I got to wait like 20, what, uh, 30, 30 years before I can go to a mass? Wow. Uh, no, that's all right. I, it's, it, I, I, 
the first year of marriage, um, I don't know if you're married or, or how long you've been married, but it, it's it's really exciting and it's also very challenging as these couples are trying to get to know each other and work out a lot of things. And so I guess that's kind of the whole point, all the, the, the just the, the beauty and the graces that can pour out and go to Mass together. And so is that kind of what Bishop Burns is getting at, is just to kind of give them a little boost during this first year of their marriage? Yes, but more than anything is for accompaniment. It's it's the accompaniment effort that we are we are working on uh, for the couples to where it doesn't end after you know their marriage prep after the wedding day, but rather it's an accompaniment accompaniment as they are starting their life together, uh, their sacramental marriage uh, together, and so. It's a very special event um, because after the the mass, we have a reception with several organizations from different types of services available to talk and engage with these couples. You know, invite them to uh, learn about the programs that are out there for them to get involved. Uh, the importance of baptism and and so forth and so it's a it's a very wonderful experience because they also get to network with other newlyweds and um, that's part of of our incentive you know to help them understand their calling to the domestic church because they do become the domestic church an extension uh, but you know, it has to be intentional. They, they, it's important for us to help them understand that it's a calling, it's a grace. Yeah, that is such a great idea to do that because, uh, as I mentioned, you know, the first year of marriage is so exciting. You got a lot going on, and sometimes, uh, you know, uh, a baby will come along at some point. You know, you know, after you know, around a year or so, and so there's just a, a whole lot and baby showers and things like that. And now you mentioned these different groups that will be available. Are these going to be mostly uh, diocesan um, uh, groups, or are there going to be any apostolates uh, outside the the the, the, the di- diocese, or any of the others? You mentioned the, ba- the the baptism and the for for, for children, mm-hmm. and any others mm-hmm. that you can think of that'll be there. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's a combination. Uh, for example, one of our, our main ones and biggest one is Worldwide Marriage Encounter. Oh yeah. Uh, we try to invite uh, different organizations and groups uh, that offer both English and Spanish resources, um, so that you know we can we can offer these newlyweds and also couples that are validating everywhere from uh, finances, uh, natural family planning, the pro-life committee, um, you name it, uh, safe conversations. Uh, like I mentioned, uh, baptism, baptism resources, and and we have several several um, of these organizations that they can join after, you know, they they uh, they get married. Also in Spanish, jornada familiar, bodas de cana, and so we try to balance uh, different different groups and ministries and organizations for them. 
Yeah, Alicia Saucedo is my guest, director of marriage ministry for the Diocese of Dallas. And what a what a great job! I mean, it's more than a job, of course, a vocation that you have. Can you tell us, uh, even outside of this one event, uh, about your job and the kind of things that uh, you put on? Otherwise, uh, what is what is uh, kind of the main focus of what you do in your position? Sure, absolutely. Well, we we focus on the family, family life events. Um, this is, I do want to mention that uh, this event and the golden anniversary event that we have every year is sponsored by the Bishop's Appeal. And so um, these are, they have, we've had very good turnout each and every year and um so it's something that that is going to continue. Um, what we offer from our office is uh, enrichment programs. Um, we have also uh, we just had a parenting um, a training. We offer uh, trainings on uh, domestic violence awareness for parishes. Uh, marriage preparation directly for uh, couples that are seeking uh, the sacrament of matrimony um, and training for sponsor couples, couples that are wanting to uh, prepare or work in, in the marriage ministry at the parish level. Um, and those are some of the few um, uh, events that we that we host. Um, also, uh, we also have the, the the catechetical and the evangelization uh, part of our of our department as well. Yeah, very nice. You know, I uh, some friends of mine do work with NFP for couples that are getting married not not in the Dallas diocese, a different diocese, and they said they recently had a. Uh, a session and there were uh 50 couples there planning to get married and I you always hear about you know marriages going down and but uh that that's that's clearly not the case in you know, where they they're working do you have any kind of indication are are the sacramental marriages um in in you know kind of at a pretty good pace right now are a lot of people deciding to get married and married within the church are you happy with where we are with it, with that in that regard I know that a lot of our parishes here in the Diocese of Dallas have wonderful numbers. Yeah. Uh, we have uh, some of the bigger parishes have up to 100 weddings a year. Oh, wow. Um, I think we invite these couples personally to the newlywed mass. And so the parishes send their their list of all the weddings they they have and i i haven't seen a list less than 50 couples mm. a year and and so that is something very wonderful you know given that not ev- that that there's also couples that or younger couples that look to marry outside the church i can tell you we have really good numbers um, of couples seeking the sacrament of marriage or validating is even a higher number. So even if they marry outside the church, you know, um, a lot of them come back seeking yeah. the sacrament because they, they they realize how important it is um, 
when you know when raising their their children to be in uh, full communion with the church. Yes, um, let, let's uh, go over some of the details for the newlywed mass. Alicia Salcedo is my guest, director of marriage ministries for the Diocese of Dallas. And Saturday, November 5th, uh, 5 p.m., Cathedral Shrine of the Virgin of Guadalupe on Ross Avenue in Dallas. The main celebrant is going to be Bishop Edward Burns for the Diocese of Dallas. And then I know you mentioned a reception afterwards. Uh, Alicia, can you tell those listening, if they're interested, any other details? Like, do, you know, I'm guessing there is not a cost. Do, do they have to register and let you know ahead of time that they're coming? Or what, what else do, should they do? Yes. If there's not a cost, and there's a, um, they can go to www.cathdell.org forward slash newlywed mass, and they can register there. Uh, the only thing is that it is an all-adult event. Um, again, it's at no cost, and they can bring uh, family and friends. They're oh. sponsor couples by all means. They can invite, um, you know, their priest friends. We'll be happy to have them with with their families and friends. All right. So all adults uh, go to, and you can, like you, like Alicia said, uh, bring obviously bring your spouse <laughs> and uh, anybody else that you want. Uh, just not the kiddos for this particular one. Cathdow uh, forward slash newlywed mass. Cathdow forward slash newlywed mass. You mentioned the golden anniversary mass for fifty years. Is when is what time of year does that happen, or are there any other events coming up that you'd like to announce while we have you on the radio with us? The Golden Anniversary Mass uh, just happened actually in August, so it's 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 a mass that happens every year as well, and it's very beautiful because um, those couples uh, leave. A, a, spe- a special message for the newlyweds that we share with them, you know, about their journey in the, throughout their 50 years of marriage. And that is also, like I mentioned, a, um, a, an event that's sponsored by the Bishop's Appeal. Yeah. Well, Alicia, thanks so much for being on with us. As I mentioned, such such an important ministry because, uh, you know, the, the, the marriages are the, the bedrock of our society and good families, and uh, we just need to strengthen them. And I'm so thankful that uh, you and the, the bishop and the team there at the diocese are doing so much to encourage uh, marriage and strengthen the marriages once they are, uh, you know, they have happened. So, so thanks a lot. And I just want to give out that website one more time if anybody is interested in registering if you've been married for a year or less you're a newlywed saturday november 5th 5 p.m mass at the cathedral shrine of the virgin of guadalupe with main celebrant bishop edward burns with a reception to follow uh, to register at no charge go to cathdow.org forward slash newlywed mass alicia thanks so much great speaking with you Thank you, Dave. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks so much. And Oh, yeah, and I also want to thank Annette Gonzalez-Taylor, the Communication Director for the Diocese of Dallas. I work very closely with her, and she's always given me great suggestions for interviews, and uh, this is one she definitely wanted to get on the radio, so we're glad that we were able to do that. All right, so we are going to take a break. It's 12.30 now, and we're going to take a break, and then Dr. Jonathan Sanford, along with Shannon Valenzuela from the University of Dallas, are going to come in and talk about the Quest, which is a uh, really cool um, uh, 
mini-series that has to do with Scripture, has to do with the faith, has to do with, you know, surviving in our faith during these challenging times, and they'll tell you more about this. I just wanted to reiterate a couple of things before we go to break, though. If you are a man, 18 and older, and you'd like to go to the Experitus Men's Conference this coming Saturday at All Saints in Dallas with Father Zach Burns as a speaker, I have some tickets to give away thanks to the leadership team of the Expertus uh, Men's Conference. Just email me, Dave Palmer at grnonline.com. Dave Palmer at grnonline.com. And also, we have uh, seats for the taping of the Dr. Ray TV show on November 9th and 10th. And if you'd like to be in the studio audience for Living Right with Dr. Ray TV show taping here in Las Colinas, uh, email kath at grnonline.com. We can give you more details. All right, quick break. We'll be back with more of the Good News Show right after this. Do you have questions about the Catholic faith and need answers? Join Good Shepherd Catholic Community in Colleyville for its speaker series on Wednesday, November 9, with great speaker Trent Horn. Trent specializes in teaching Catholics to graciously and persuasively engage with those who disagree with them and will be speaking to us about the Beginner's Guide to Sharing Your Faith. Mass begins at 7 p.m., followed immediately by Trent Horn's talk. St. Joseph is a patron saint of home and family. At My Mutual Mortgage of Grapevine, we support the Guadalupe Radio Network's mission of honoring and supporting home and family as longtime sponsors of KATH 910 AM. We're Bob and Norma Duane, owners of My Mutual Mortgage of Grapevine. We would be honored to speak with you about all your mortgage needs. We can be reached at 817-527-3166. That's 817-527-3166. We are an Eagle Housing Lender, NMLS 265303. Hi, I'm Craig Trzinski with BOMA USA, the Billings Ovulation Method Association. Would you like to support the mission of BOMA USA and hear inspiring testimonies about how the pro-life and pro-family message starts with NFP and why it's increasingly needed today? Please join us for our banquet on November 12th in Frisco with guest speakers Bishop Joseph Strickland and Dr. Danielle and Kyle Kessner. For information and tickets, visit events.boma-usa.org. Our mission at home and at work is to live our Catholic faith. That's one reason why at MidCities Dental, we support Catholic Radio. I'm Dr. Kyle Eberlein, a proud longtime supporter of Guadalupe Radio Network and a dentist in the MidCities area with locations in Hearst and Bedford. If you're in need of dental care and would like help in finding a solution for your budget, you can find us online at midcitiesdental.com. It's Holiday Mart season. Grab your plus one or all your besties and dash to the annual St. Anne Parish Holiday Market in Capel, hosted by Catholic Daughters, on Saturday, November 12th from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. for a day of festive shopping with friends. The Mart is overflowing this year with all your favorites, treasures for the home, unique gifts and clothing, custom jewelry, and homemade baked goodies ready for gift giving. Admission and parking are free. Your purchases benefit the CDA College Scholarship Fund. Bring new socks for the joy of socks donation for those in need. Victory Investment Strategies is a sponsor of KATH 910 AM. They pray for continued blessing on all who make Catholic Radio possible in North Texas. The unique programming is vital to our daily lives. Victory Investment Strategies is a full-service investment firm owned by Joel and Elizabeth Victory, members of St. Patrick Cathedral in Fort Worth. They offer a variety of products and will custom fit a plan for your individual needs. 800-810-6800. 800-810-6800. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA SIPC. 
All right, welcome back to the Good News Show here on this beautiful October 24th. Um, and this is the fourth Monday of the month, and that means that the second half of the show is dedicated to the University of Dallas and what we call the UD segment. And uh, I'll tell you, we are just so blessed to have uh, us uh, a university like the University of Dallas right here in our backyard, literally just a couple of miles from our studio here. And I'm a graduate. I got my master's degree there. So uh, also just very thankful that Dr. Jonathan Sanford, the president of the University uh, either comes in or does the, the show one way or the other every month on the fourth uh, Monday, and he is in studio here with a special guest, Shannon Valenzuela, to talk about the quest. And so I am looking forward to it. So welcome, thanks for being here. Well, it, thanks for having us again, Dave. And we're blessed to have you in Guadalupe Radio. It it is a tremendous blessing to this community. And um, indeed, I've got a special guest today. She's been on the show before, um, and we've even talked about the quest before. So um, briefly, let me introduce Dr. Shannon Valenzuela. She's a professor of humanities, and she's also the producer, the writer, the director, the main character <laughs> in in the quest. And um, she's just magnificently talented and um, is a UD alumna. And went on and got a Ph.D. in uh, medieval literature from the University of Notre Dame. And um, she has just been applying her wealth of knowledge, her familiarity with the Catholic intellectual tradition in ways that help to open up the education that we provide at the University of Dallas to a wide audience. And that's what the quest is intended to do. We're sharing the the jewels from our treasure chest with the wider world, which is why we want to focus on, focus on it today. Um, but Shannon also has begun working on something called Living the Quest, and that's a podcast series. And we thought it would be good to tell our audience about that because, again, I know so many of our listeners are hungry for ways to um, engage in spiritual and intellectual nourishment, and that's the aim of Living the Quest. So thanks for coming on the show, Dr. Valenzuela. Thank you so much, and thank you for all those kind words. I really appreciate it. It's a joy uh, and, a, and a pleasure to uh, to share what I love so much about the university uh, with the world. Well, tell us in your own words what the quest is all about. It really is um, meant to help people discern what their purpose is in life and to, to step out in faith and to live that um, with courage. I believe very strongly that we're all here for a purpose that God made each and every one of us uh, for a special reason. And um, so much of what we do in life is is a process of kind of uncovering that and discovering that. And then once we feel like we found it, to go out there and really live it. So, so we've both been good Aristotelians and described the end first, um, <laughs> as one must always do in practical affairs. Um, now tell us about the what of mm-hmm. of the quest in terms of, of what what's the format where do you find it? How do you experience it? What 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 are the the guts of the thing? Yeah, so it is a five episode limited series, mini series. Uh, each episode is about a half an hour long. Uh, it featured or ran on EWTN last November and again this past spring, and it's available on their on demand platform um, at EWTN. But it's also available on our own website for free at quest.udallas.edu, and you can sign up and and watch those episodes, uh, stream those episodes at your own convenience. And within the Quest, we we feature um, not just you, but a number of other stars, um, yes. and they really are stars, the yeah. uh, other faculty members at the University of Dallas, and and they help to to tell this this tale um, about how life is indeed a quest. So. 
let's let's talk about the name. What what is in the name, and then maybe we can move after that to uh, talking about the the Living the Quest series. Absolutely, yeah. the 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 name the Quest really kind of came from a reflection on the the arc of a human life. Uh, I, I guess it's a as a question of art imitating life because the this hero's journey sort of structure of a narrative story we might all be familiar with the lord of the rings for example great idea you know, great you know example of of this um where you sort of feel like you have a call to adventure and then you step out your front door and you you journey forth and you're changed by the adventure and then you return home at the end changed uh, and transformed and so you know as we were sort of thinking through how to tell the story of a human life where we're trying to find our purpose and we're trying to to step out in faith that seemed like a good model to use mm. um and so that that idea of the quest as being something where we are in search of something but it is a purposeful search and it involves not just a going forth but also a return mm-hmm. uh transformed and um those of you who want to check out the quest you don't need to have any of the the wonderful blessings of a University of Dallas education already. The The goal is um, that it's accessible. And if you want to deepen your understanding or if you're encountering some of the names and, and texts for the first time through the series, um, there are ways to find resources where um, there are good questions that can be explored and texts that can be picked up if you want to deepen your studies. That's correct. Yeah, we actually have uh, discussion guides available at that website, quest.udallas.edu, for anyone who just wants a springboard into that deeper exploration of the themes and topics and authors that we discuss. And I know it's really expensive. Um, it costs nothing financially. <laughs> um, this is this is all offered 100% for free. Yes. Again, it, it, it's born from our desire to, to share our treasures with the wider world and to be in service to our, our church and to our country. So living the quest, what, what is that all about? So this was um, a thought that, you know, sometimes we can think that uh, the stories of the lives of the saints, for example, we're like, well, they lived so long ago. That's not us, right? We're not you know, Mother Teresa, we're not, you know, we're not these saints of, of history, or I'm not Frodo Baggins, you know, I'm not a hero of, of, a, of an epic story of adventure. Uh, I'm just an ordinary person trying to live an ordinary life, trying to just get through the day. And so we thought it would be a really wonderful way of exploring the themes of the series to actually talk to people who are in their own life journey kind of walking this road. Um, and so the idea of living the quest was born from that, um, mm-hmm. to talk to people whose life experiences uh, really sort of give us signposts, I guess, mm-hmm. to how to how to incorporate these these themes of the series. So what, what sort of people have you been talking to, or who are these people? Uh, yeah, so we've had a wonderful variety uh, of guests. We talked to uh, Katie Prejean McGrady, who's a, a radio show host herself, um, whose story of discerning her own purpose uh, in life is, is just a really wonderful way for us to kick off this series, I think. Um, you know, she just has a wonderful way of talking about how um, we don't always know right at first what our purpose is. And sometimes God takes us on a bit of a journey um, and, and we try different things and we, we kind of do- God opens doors for us along the way. Um, we also talked to Ross Douthat, who's a, a New York Times columnist, um, about his journey with Lyme disease. And so, you know, sort of that, what is a walk through life like when you're dealing with chronic illness? Um, 
when things get really, really tough. Uh, so that was that was a really wonderful conversation uh, to speak with him. Emakali Elabigiza, of course, a uh, survivor of the Rwandan genocide and the author of the book Left to Tell. Her story of forgiveness is unbelievably powerful beautiful story um, and and very inspiring, you know, uh, for us to kind of think about our own walk with forgiveness. And then finally, um, Bishop James Connolly, uh, who's Bishop of, of Lincoln, Nebraska, and he uh, is a longtime chaplain of the University of Dallas. That's where I met him originally, a chaplain for a Rome campus. And he talks about discernment, uh, discernment of vocation, but also his own experience with anxiety and depression. Mm -hmm. Uh, Again, sort of a walk through a a kind of a dark night of the soul, if you will. Mm -hmm. And he's very, very um, generous in sharing his own experience that way and sort of helping us to think through how we walk through those challenging times. You know, if if you, if you had to identify one of these that um, uh, one of these podcasts that our listeners would begin with, would Mm -hmm. would it be, um, uh, Prajan McCready would. Yeah, I mean, they, you can listen to them in any order. Um, but I, I think, like I said, it, I think, let me put it this way. I think that depending on where you are in your own journey, you might find one or other of these guests really resonate with where you feel you're at. Um, so I would encourage people to, to check out the, you know, the listing and just see which one speaks to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're, they all do connect to one another. Like I said, because they're all kind of speaking about these themes of, of walking through the challenges of life with faith and what that involves. Um, you may find that one leads very naturally into another as you follow your curiosity. So I would just suggest that people go take a look at, at the, the guests that we've had so far and just see what really speaks to to them at the, at this moment in their in their journey. And where do people encounter these podcasts? Uh, yes, again, quest.udallas.edu is the home of all things quest related, and so you can find more information on the Living the Quest series there as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, Ross Douthat, um, you know, a, a rare breed at the New York Times, mm-hmm. right? A, a, a serious Catholic. He writes on religion and culture and and many other um, topics besides, and um, is a truly talented writer. He's, he's written a book on yes. his challenges with Lyme disease, and, and I assume he was drawing from that book in, in his remarks. Yes, absolutely, yeah. So that, that memoir uh, really did, um, that was kind of the, the focus of our, of our conversation, and um, it's a really beautiful story, again, of... Just the uncertainty of dealing with, with, um, particularly with an illness that is so little understood, mm-hmm. um, and where it feels very often like you're fumbling your way forward along with the medical community in some respects. And, uh, so it, it just was a really touching, um, and very beautiful exploration of, of what it means to, to, to walk in faith when, when the answers just are not really clear, you know, where we would want to have answers. If they're just not there, you know, how do you, mm-hmm. how do you sort of sustain yourself during that time? Yeah. yeah. And Immaculate's um, experience, um, she spent, what, over 90 days in a small room with seven other women, and uh, most of her family was, was killed in the genocide, and, um, and yet she persisted, and, and she recounts how praying the Our Father was of profound significance. Um, can can you elucidate why why it was yeah. so significant for her? Yeah, that was one of my favorite parts of her story was when she said she went to try to pray the Our Father and she had all of this a very understandable just rage about what these people had done to her family, to her people. And she said the first two words, Our Father. 
and had to stop and kind of like meditate on what does it mean if we say our father? Do we mean just like my father, like the people who aren't perpetrating these crimes? Or do we mean everyone's father? And if he's, if God is our father, what does that really mean in terms of like, how do we perceive these people to be children of God? Mm-hmm. Um, revolutionary, very profound meditation um, that, that, you know, she, she describes like how she worked at trying to get around to this ability to be able to forgive um, what had happened. Uh, mm-hmm. But really that, that that prayer that she just sort of stepped her way through that prayer at each point and, and sort of built this, um, this attitude of forgiveness through mm-hmm. that, through that prayer is a very beautiful meditation on the, on the meaning of the, our father, when you're suffering that kind of tragedy. Yeah. Yeah, and and you know, in in some ways, um, uh, hers is an extraordinary set of experiences, and and we pray that that none of our listeners have or will live through such an experience, and and yet we we do struggle to um, uh, recognize in particularly our enemies our brothers and sisters under a a uh, common father and. Mm-hmm. And so that meditation, I think, really is for for everyone, you know, as as extraordinary as her experience was. And she also speaks in such a relatable manner. Yeah, you know, it's it's um, uh, she's she's a remarkable witness to our our Catholic faith. She really is, and and her core message of 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 love being the answer to so many of the problems that we face in our world. Um, you know, I, I remember, you know, when I when I interviewed her, I. I I told her, I said, it feels a little simplistic sometimes to say that love is the answer, right, to these things, because we hear it so often. And she was just able to, like, expand on that idea of love, no, truly being the answer. And yes, it may be simple, but it is the most profound response uh, that we can have to the to the people and to the troubles that we encounter in our world. So she, yeah, she's really a, a, a profound uh, witness to to the power of love, I think, to transform. And, and I know Katie Prejean McGrady, she's a UD grad mm-hmm. um, and has quite the following. I, yes. I will admit that I, I have not been part of that following. Um, <laughs> and um, and yet it's, she's only had this, this show that's all her own for about a year, right? Or maybe a little bit more than a year. And, and it's, it's, it's really taken off. What, what is it about her, her message that resonates with, so many people. I think again, um, it's relatability in in many ways. I think um, she's she's just an incredibly relatable person. We had a wonderful conversation. We were just able to uh, just like two friends sitting down in a coffee shop and just being able to have a conversation about these really profound things about like discerning your purpose in life. But it felt like it was just two friends having having an afternoon coffee, you know. And I think there's something really powerful about that as well when you're able to kind of take these very sometimes very challenging questions questions we spend a lot of time meditating on and really pondering um and making them feel accessible right and there's a friendliness around the way she's able to um to communicate those things i think that's that's just helps you know helps people to feel comforted i think in a way bishop conley is um he's a unique and yeah. and tremendous human being i saw him most recently in Napa, in mm-hmm. uh, at the Napa Institute in California, and he was on a panel. It, we'd spent some time talking earlier, and and he had visited campus um, a little bit earlier in the summer, and I think maybe that's when he, yes, he that's did right. this work with you. And um, you know, 
Lincoln is one of the most successful dioceses in in the uh, in the nation. He he can rightfully brag that um, he's the diocese that sends priests to other dioceses because they've just had this this outpouring of vocations because of the remarkable fidelity of um, um, those who are animating the parishes. You know what what I find um, remarkable about his willingness to share his own challenges is it's very easy for us to to have our our bishops on very high pedestals and they are indeed worthy of our respect and honor um but but he he stresses the humanity um of the office and um and is exercising it seems to me a remarkable role as a shepherd of a people many of whom struggle as as he has with depression and with anxiety but what stood out to you in his remarks um, on this podcast series? Yeah, no, he is, he's just a tremendous man. And, and um, I was so blessed. It had been like 20 years since I'd seen him, you know, since, since our Rome semester. Uh, but it, it felt like yesterday uh, because he's just that warm and, and personable. Um, what really stood out, I think you kind of hit it on the head there that, that uh, he, he stresses the humanity, right? These are, these are human beings who are in these these roles uh, with tremendous responsibility, and I think that's something that we also often overlook is the the pressure that they're under, right, in these positions of of leadership. And yes, deserving of all respect, but also all prayer, you know, and support in in whatever way we can, because they they really are responsible for for souls, and and it's such a tremendous responsibility. Uh, but the humility mm-hmm. um, to be able to to not only admit to struggle, but to have the wisdom and the humility to to recognize when he needed to step back mm-hmm. and to take time to just heal, you know, mm-hmm. in his own way. And and then to come out of that to return to his responsibilities in the in the wonderful way that he has. Um, but then also to share his story and to offer that support um to others is is really wonderful. So um tell us one more time where we can find all things quest. Yes, it's quest.udallas.edu. Quest.udallas.edu. That's it. The, um, um, the series is intended to, to be ongoing, and um, I know you're in the midst of another major project. We'll talk about that in just one second, but do, do you have other speakers lined up already? I have a lot of ideas around other speakers, um, and I, yeah, so I will. I think it's it's. Uh, we love uh, the guests that we've had so far. I think uh, the response that we've gotten has been really wonderful to to the series. So uh, I definitely in investigating ways to to continue to bring uh, these these guiding lights onto our onto the series and and to help share their wisdom. So um, let's talk about that other project that's yes. that in addition to teaching and mothering um, <laughs> is is very much um, on your mind and, and um, taking up your, your time. Um, the, the response to Quest was so positive and EW10 immediately said, when can you give us Quest 2? Mm-hmm. And, and um, the University of Dallas Productions is basically Shannon, um, uh, Dr. Michael West, and um, a, a videographer, mm-hmm. and um, and you know I, I'm there supporting, and and other people are are supporting, but it's it's a very small group. Mm-hmm. Charlie Spurgeon, yes, um, also also helping. So, um, but we're on it, and you've made a lot of progress on Quest Two, yeah. and um, tell us. 
Tell us what Quest 2 is all about. Yeah, so we're really excited about the next season of, of the Quest. It's called The Way of Beauty. And it really is an attempt to sort of, as we think about the, the journey of the human life, and we think about the ways in which we encounter challenges, uh, we really, I wanted to explore the theme of beauty as a, as a gift of God, as a support to us on the journey, so that when we feel discouraged or when we feel like we're up against challenges, that we can, we can tap into God's goodness and truth through the beauty around us in the world, through art, through the scriptures, through the lives of the saints, through the sacraments, um, just all of these ways, all of these many gifts that God has given us uh, to show his goodness when we might have struggle with mm-hmm. doubt or with fear, um, that, that beauty really is a support to us. And so that's kind of the theme of, of the series. That's great. So beauty inspires us, but it also consoles us. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah, and encourages us in 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 fact as well. Yes, that's great. And um, I don't I don't know if you, if this is revealing secrets, but but I know <laughs> I, I know you spend some time in Italy. Yes, um, and 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 um, tell us tell us about that that Italian um, location and, and why it is significant to Quest Two. Yeah, no, this was a really tremendous blessing for us is the opportunity to shoot part of this series on location uh, in in Rome over the summer. Um, the University of Dallas has a Rome campus, as as our listeners may know uh, or may not know, and uh, one of our one of our goals was to to kind of return in a way to our roots um, and to to really bring people along for that that journey of pilgrimage. It really was, a, in a way, a pilgrimage, uh, which is one of the themes of this series, of this sort of like the going out and the return, like I was saying before, uh, to the holy places. Mm-hmm. Um, and to get to go and, and, and film part of the series in front of the Colosseum and in front of St. Peter's, and just to be in these places and to share the story of, of, of the church um, and the story of beauty uh, was really, really amazing. That's fantastic. Yeah. So that that tells me um, Athens and Jerusalem will be uh, um, scheduled for future <laughs> future series. <laughs> we right? can we can aspire in that direction. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> yeah. So um, w- when do you hope to have this wrapped up and and available for for um, viewers of, at, of EWTN and and uh, those who just encounter it through our own our own uh, platforms. Yeah, so it is, we're still uh, working through the release date um, process, but it will be coming in 2023. So mm-hmm. uh, we encourage people if they want more information, if they want to be on our on our VIP email list, which we're going to be sharing a lot of like quest related content, including a lot of behind the scenes uh, things and other other content that that ties in with the themes of the series. Um, again, that sign up is quest.udallas.edu slash VIP. Um, and we'll be sharing uh, news of the series there first um, as as we kind of have our our production schedule set. Well, um, again, thank you. Um, and Dr. Valenzuela doesn't just talk a good game. Um, she she is, um, as I said before, just a remarkably talented producer and director of this series. It, it's of top-notch quality. Thank and you. our viewers who... Um, um, our friends who encounter it will will see that right away. It's it's um, not the sort of thing that uh, you would expect from such a small group, mm-hmm. and that's because of your hand being on thank this you. work. So thank you for being an ambassador for the university and sharing your gifts um, with us at the university and and with the wider world. 
Thank you so much. No, it, it truly has been a joy, as I said, and, and to get to, to share this with, with our faculty and with, with all of our, our staff and our administration. Obviously, Dr. Sanford, I can't thank you enough for your support of the project. And uh, it just really has been uh, an incredible blessing to get to work on it. Great. Well, thanks to you both. I enjoyed that uh, conversation very much. Uh, Dr. Jonathan Sanford, Dr. Shannon Valenzuela, that website again, quest.com udallas.edu. Did I get that right? That's right. Okay, quest.udallas.edu. I'm excited for the new um, the, the new ones that will be coming out soon and all the footage from Rome and uh, your travels around the world. So this has been the University of Dallas segment. We do it every fourth Monday of the month uh, from 1230 to 1, and this has been a really uh, interesting one. So thank you both for being here in studio with us. My pleasure. Thanks again for having us. Thank you so much. Thank you to Cecil and to William and to all of you listening out there. And if you have... Uh, uh, want to get in touch with us about anything that we talked about during the show today, including the Dr. Ray studio tickets for his TV show on uh, Wednesday the 9th and Thursday the 10th of November, or that Expertus uh, event. If you want to get tickets to that, the men's conference is Saturday. Just email kth at grnonline.com. Thanks for listening. God bless you.